Well, our next question comes from Andrew Carden, uh, honorary queen. He wants to know our ranking of the Halloween films. I gave him so much shit for this question because I was like, really? Andrew, <laughs> out of everything? All right. He said it didn't have to be Oscars related. No, I know. I was like, Andrew! All right. Ranking from best to worst. Are you ready for this one? Okay. My favorite Halloween, the one I think that is most rewatchable and the one that I love the most, that I have a very special connection with, is Halloween 5. I think it's the most fun, it's the most campy, it's the most ridiculous. So that's my number one. Then going from here on out, I would go Halloween 5, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, then the original Halloween. Then I would go Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, then Halloween 4, then Halloween 2018. Then Halloween, no, I'm sorry. Then Halloween H2O, then Halloween 2018. Then I would go Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Then I would go Halloween Resurrection. And then the worst one in the series is by far Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Now, I will say I've had the great opportunity to read the shooting script for the upcoming delayed Halloween kills. And as someone who didn't like, don't worry, this is spoiler free. As someone who didn't like that much, the 2018 version, if Halloween kills was out today, when we make this ranking, it would automatically go to my, to my number one. Okay. Because it is fucking fantastic. And I am so sad for the people who have to wait till next year to finally see it because it is amazing. Um, so just let that be noted. Okay. So um, I'm going to go from worst to best because uh, that's how we do things here. And that's just what I was feeling. So my least favorite is Resurrection. Um, I just don't get much out of Resurrection. And I think it's just generally kind of dumb. Uh, the next one is The Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, I'm really not into how they try to explain everything with, like, runes and astrology and crazy nonsense. Uh, that didn't need to happen. Then next, I would go with the 2018 Halloween. Um, that was actually one of my biggest disappointments of that year um, in terms of movies released. Uh I could have lived without it, to be honest. I'm very intrigued by what the next installment um, entails. The next one is the first Rob Zombie Halloween. Um, similar to Curse of Michael Myers, I don't know that I needed all that backstory about his like childhood and abuse and whatnot. I really prefer when Michael Myers is more mysterious. So I think uh, I have similar gripes with the first zombie uh, Halloween and the Curse of Michael Myers. Next would be Halloween 5, which I get a lot of enjoyment out of. Uh, and I don't really have all that much negative to say. Uh, but, but going forward, I don't really have all that many negatives. Uh, these are pretty rewatchable, in my opinion. Uh, after him, or after Halloween 5, is the second Rob Zombie film. I really dig that he was really leaning into his Rob Zombie-isms here with the second installment. And uh, I find it visually fascinating. And... Um, it really stands out to me in the franchise, if you even want to say it's part of the franchise. 
and I kind of dig it. Uh, the next one is Halloween 4, which might be the one I've seen the most times because I think growing up it was like always playing on AMC. I think AMC must have had like exclusive rights to it, so it was like literally always playing, or at least I remember it always playing. Uh, next is Halloween 2, uh, which I really enjoy. For some reason, the hot tub kill in that movie has like stood out in my mind when you know he's like melting someone's face off while drowning them in this hot tub that is like literally boiling, which is kind of ridiculous, and I love it. Uh, next is three season of the witch uh which i think is just a fantastic movie um has nothing to do with michael myers or anything else and um i think that's fun uh next is h2o um which i don't i wonder if that might have been the first one i saw i can't remember if it was the first one i saw or not but it's it's always had like a nostalgia effect with me so on a personal level um it's my runner-up and i love you know Jamie Lee Curtis getting back into the swing of things and, you know, swinging that axe all over the place and her tete-a-tete with Michael Myers uh, in the third act of that film is really fun. And you get a, a comical supporting role in LL Cool J and, you know, you get young Josh Hartnett, Michelle Williams, and it's just a fun little 90s film. And then um, I'm putting the original at my number one. Um, I really love the original. I think it's great. And um, I don't know what else to say about it that hasn't already been said. But um, yeah, I'd put that at number one, as boring as that may seem. <laughs> um, Halloween H20 actually just were in the week it premiered. So it's in its 22nd anniversary week this week, um, which just blows my mind because I remember exactly, like I was six when it came out and... I were you did you ever get a chance to go to the Memphis drive-in no so do you know where that was at even vaguely yeah by Kitty Park yeah 480 and Tiedemann um that's actually where I saw it and I remember it's, it was I was so scared out of my mind going into that movie because I loved horror movies I was six but it was like terrifying too and I just I remember that was the first time I saw Halloween on the on a big screen. I mean, I've seen them all in the theater since, but you know, H two O was H two O was a first, and it, it does have that nostalgic '90s feel for me. Um, but yeah, the, it's in its twenty second year, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah, and um, another performance in that movie that is super fun is Lisa Gay Hamilton's performance. That I don't you don't, you never even see her. She's just on the phone. Cool J, and she's just like criticizing his like romance novel that he's writing while he should be doing his job and she is hysterical um i would love her to somehow come back uh even if she's not playing cheryl um <laughs> just come back to the new this new halloween series uh that's going on right now just because you know what I really want to see, and it'll never happen, and it's such a shame, but I, I really wish there was some way that they would have brought Daniel Harris and Jamie Lee Curtis together for these movies. Um, I just think it's really shitty that they've never been able to um, to do one together. Um, and yeah, I don't know if this... Uh, I mean, we, we didn't really like the 2018 version, so I'll just say it. Even though she wouldn't have played Jamie... I think they should have cast Danielle in Judy Greer's role 
because it would have given them that opportunity. But that's just me. That'd be interesting. I don't know if that was too much of a, too referential for what they were going for. Well, I remember Harris had released some videos saying that she had her team contact them and they said no. And I just think that was like shitty. Like it's such Mm. like Daniel Harris really got the shit end of the stick for end up for, you know, from four to five and then five to six. And then of course, you know, she did come back for Rob Zombies, but it just would have been, you know, she just, she deserves better from this series than it really ever gave her because of Jamie. Um, But yeah. It's so funny. There's so many different storylines throughout the whole Halloween series that there's there's literally movie series within the series. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting. But there you go, Andrew Carden. You got mm-hmm. it from us. So yeah. um Jenny Schmidt 44 asks us two questions, but one we've actually already answered. Um, so I'm just gonna move on to the next one. What are the most shocking movies on your list of shame? Those popular movies that you've still never seen. So I, I go by lists when I, you know, I'm trying to find movies to watch. It's kind of how I started when I first got really big into movies, like the AFI lists and the thousand and one movies to see before you die. I was honestly never much of an Academy person, as I've said on past episodes, for some reason, like watching all the best picture winners was never really a thing for me. I'm not sure why, but, um, going off of the sight and sound, uh, 250, or whatever the number is, the ones that I still have yet to get to that I'm looking forward to are are The Rules of the Game and The Grand Illusion, Andrei Rublev and Solaris, uh, The Battle of Algiers, The Leopard, A Brighter Summer Day, Chimes at Midnight, Come and See, and Army of Shadows. So those are the, uh, you know, international classics that um, I'm really anticipating getting to. Um, I am going to stay away with this question from the Oscar films because, um, I, I, you know, it's very known that I'm still just diving into anything past 1960 right now. Um, so some popular movies I've never seen. I've never seen any of the Die Hard movies, um, Terminators or Scarface. Um, what else have I not ever seen? The never-ending story. <laughs> um, Tora, Tora, Tora. Um, yeah, I mean, I have some ones that I think would shock people, for sure. I think those are the big ones right offhand that I can think of that I've never seen. Um, yeah, there you go. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, Please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.